Welcome to Gleanings, where we explore holistic approaches to reaching your true potential, mind, body, and soul. Today, I had the privilege of interviewing Cassandra Heller of Leverage Your Life. She is such an inspiration of a transformational woman in the holistic health field. We dive deep into her most used modality of rapid transformational therapy, RTT, and learn about how hypnotherapy is transforming lives. Listen for more of mom life blockages, barriers from childhood, and how hypnotherapy can support your path to your best mind, body, and soul health. I would love for you to share how you got into the holistic health field and what your specialty areas are. Sure. Um, So I am mainly focused on hypnotherapy and the modality of hypnotherapy that I use is called RTT or rapid transformational therapy, which is a method that was created by Marissa Peer. And it really takes uh, a lot of the best techniques of NLP, CBT, hypnotherapy, psychotherapy, and combines them together to really get to the root cause and be able to do to make some major impacts within just one session. Um, I'm also a life coach, so I combine those two things to really help people transform their lives, whatever they need. And the way that I really got into both of those is just life experience. So I've I've had my own journey, like a lot of us in this space have. Um, I had the picture perfect or the perfect life on paper, right? I had the, the good husband. I had a beautiful daughter. I have a beautiful daughter. Um, I had the huge house. I had a great successful corporate job and was climbing the corporate ladder, Um, you know, four car garage, all the things right on paper that looked like I had the perfect life. But in all honesty, I was completely miserable. I was burnt out. I just felt like I was going through the motions. Um, Just day to day was just a bear. And I felt like I was never going to get my my hands on the reins and really take control of my life. And so that's when I uh, hired my first, well, I went through a long journey of self-development and then I hired my first life coach, which made a huge impact. So I thought, you know what, I want to help others like this. And so I became a life coach, Um, but I also found RTT and started doing hypnotherapy sessions. And those also had huge impacts in my life. So I also decided to become a RTT practitioner. Do you use them separately or do you mix them together? And how do you kind of decide which is better for a client? Sure, I do mix them together. Typically clients come to me with one major issue that is bothering them at the moment. And we work on that issue. So I, I start with a coaching call or what I call a strategy call. Um, so to talk about that issue, see what we need to work on. And I already start on the coaching side, giving them some what I call day to day tools um, to be able to cope and work through those things. So even before the hypnotherapy session, I'll do that. And then we set up their hypnotherapy session. And that's typically like a two hour session. So that's really focused 100% on the RTT session. And then after the session, I have several follow-ups with the client and continue to coach them through that. Um, and then we, so far, every single one of my clients comes back after that and says, okay, I am so much better in this area, you know, whatever it was, but now I'd really like to work on something else. And so then we normally go through 
this for, for three months, so three hypnotherapy sessions and three months of, of coaching. And they really have uh, so far three, three sessions seems to be the magic number. I've, I've worked with several clients that just like, I I'll go back to them and say, is there anything else you want to work on? And they say, no, I'm just, my life is so much better. So, so far it's been mostly three months, um, three sessions. Are clients ever hesitant about participating, perhaps thinking you'll turn them into zombies and control their mind like in the movies? Yeah, exactly. It's it's a really interesting question. And I, I think it's a good one to ask. Um, so really, hypnotherapy is nothing crazy. You know, We don't do stage hypnotherapy. We don't make people bark like a dog or cluck like a chicken. Um, hypnotherapy is really based on just being able to talk to the subconscious mind. So the state of hypnosis is actually a very natural state. We are in the state of hypnosis, a, a relaxed state quite often. So for example, you know, back in the days before COVID, when we drove to and from the office, you know, you would get to your office and you would not remember the drive. That's because you're on autopilot, right? That is also a state of hypnosis. So you're, you're really in that relaxed state. Um, same thing if you're reading a book or watching really sucked into a movie and someone slams the door and you get, you know, you jump, that's because you are in that state of hypnosis. So it's a very natural state and there's no way for you to get stuck in it. I know I get that question a lot. Can I get stuck in hypnotherapy or in hypnosis? Um, actually, I do my hypnosis. I listen to my hypnosis recordings at night and many times I'll fall asleep during it. And as soon as the session ends and closes or as soon as the recording ends, I actually wake up because it's your subconscious mind alerting you that, hey, I'm coming out of this state. And so it's a very natural state. I actually, one of my very first clients, um, he was he was the biggest naysayer, right, for hypnosis and was very concerned about, oh my gosh, you're going to you know make me, turn me into something, whatever. And he ended up taking the leap and he's one of, he's been back for several sessions since. So it's really just, you know, I think there's a lot of misinformation out there about hypnotherapy, but if you look, it's becoming more and more popular every day because um, even clinic, you know, clinical trials and our clinical studies are, are proving that hypnotherapy is quite effective in many, many, many different cases. So. Excellent. So how would you describe that your sessions are different than traditional talk therapy or more like, why would you choose this over talk therapy? Sure. So I, I'm really all about leverage. And when it comes to leverage, I think of it in the way of like, what's the smallest levers or what's the smallest changes you can make to make the largest impacts in your life. Um, and the way, the reason why I chose RTT, so if I'm just by name, right, rapid transformational therapy, is that you get results rapidly. Um, I've been to the traditional therapist and, and nothing against them, absolutely, you know, we, we're all here to support people. And so I fully support traditional therapy. Um, but it would have taken me personally, many, many years. And I think a lot of people just, if, if it's gonna take 10 years to fix something, they lose motivation. So rapid results really motivate people to change more and even faster, right? So um, that's the reason why I chose rapid transformational therapy. 
that's the reason why I chose to become a practitioner in that way. And that's the same thing I do in my coaching side is what are the small things that you can do every day to make the largest impacts in your life? Um, I mean, you know, most of us have a very strong morning routine, for example. And so in that morning routine, we really need, you know, it really gives us the, that capability to take the reins of our day. So most of the most most of the most influential people in the world have a strong morning routine. I know most of us in this space, in the coaching and therapy space, have a strong morning routine. And it really gives us that space to grab the reins of our day, to connect with ourselves, and to not lose that control of our emotions, control of our um, environment, and really helps us be mindful and be present in everything that we do. So those are the types of things that I really focus on with my clients to uh, get them to make those huge shifts. It's not that you need to make huge things happen, right? You need to make small things every day that are easy to see rapid results. And if you don't see those rapid results, then you're no longer motivated. And you, I've seen a lot of people in those, those scenarios just kind of give up and, and think, and they start thinking it's them, right? It's, they don't even think that it's the therapy or what they're pursuing. They start to blame themselves and say things like, oh, I, nothing works for me, or I, there's no way I can fix it. It's just who I am. Um, I had a client the other day who has tried many, many, many different therapies. And we had her third session um, a couple of days ago, and she said, it, it was the biggest compliment I've, you know, I just love hearing this from clients because we're here really to help others. Right. And she told me that she had tried so many therapies and none of them had had nearly the impact that hypnotherapy and coaching had had for her. And she greatly thanked me for, you know, holding her hand and walking her through this process. Um, and I think that's really important, right. Is that we need to, to have these results have it change our lives and not take so long that we fall off the wagon and say, you know, this isn't working. That is an amazing compliment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do clients come to you with barriers to believing that this can work? And what are the biggest obstacles that they come with that would lead them to you? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, many clients, just like the client I just mentioned, come with this thought that, oh, nothing works, right? And it ha there has to be a commitment from both sides. If you aren't committed to changing, if you're not committed to your own transformation, um, no one can do that for you, right? It's like, if you want to quit smoking because your wife wants you to quit smoking, your motivation is really not there. So there needs to be a motivation on the client's part. So there are times when, you know, we'll turn down clients because they're not quite ready. Um, but most clients who come to me, for, for me particularly, I deal a lot with stress and anxiety. Uh, just based on my experience, I think the universe throws a lot of people <laughs> that suffer with stress and anxiety and panic attacks. Um, and subsequently, a lot of them come back after that for things like weight loss because they, because of the stress and anxiety, they have gained quite a bit of weight. And it, and obviously, let's be honest, during COVID, I think we saw a lot of people uh, struggling with some weight issues. And so I do a lot of that, a lot of lack of motivation, a lot of um, 
you know, goal setting, things like that. I, I'll do anything and anyone if they, they need my help, obviously within my, my training, but um, those are my main areas. But yes, they do come with blocks sometimes. And there are different ways that I can help them through that. If they're committed to their transformation, but they're concerned about, oh, I can't, you know, I can't uh, be hypnotized or, oh, I can't go back to scenes. Um, I, I, pre, I have a pre-recording if they want. That's just relaxation recording. Um, I have a stress recording as well just to, that they can listen to go leading up to the session. So they can really get used to my voice. Um, and they can also really get used to the process of going the induction process into hypnosis. And so that helps them break down a little bit of those barriers or those, uh, you know, concerns about hypnosis itself. I also talk them through the whole process before we even go into it because that really gives them the confidence to know what to expect. So I give them a rundown of, okay, this is what we're going to be doing. Um, we do a recording that they listen to for 21 days afterwards. So usually by the second session, they're so comfortable with hypnotherapy that it's, you know, that they're like, it's like riding a bike. Um, but yeah, there's different ways to, to break down those barriers. And, and you just, each person is different. You just listen and, and give them advice and guide them through that process of how to make it easier for them. What do you consider to be a successful session and what are you hoping your clients will get from it? So for me, it's twofold on the successful session. So as soon as we finish a session um, and they come out of hypnosis, I always ask them, you know, how do you feel? What, what's going on in your mind? We talk about the connections that they made and the the transformations that they made in their mind, changing their negative beliefs and their negative interpretations into positive ones. Um, but the biggest thing they say uh, that I hear all the time is, oh my goodness, I feel so light. I feel like a ton of bricks were lifted off my chest. I feel just so incredibly relaxed. I feel so excited about the future. So that's the, the first part, right, is immediately after the session. But again, I follow up for the next three to four weeks with my clients and um, they, you know, some people change differently. So some people change immediately. So from the session on, they are the new person that they want to be, or they have the new self-beliefs that they want to have. Um, some people change gradually. So over time they get better and better at it, whatever the issue that we worked on was. And some people change retroactively. So they may get done with the session and say, well, I don't think, you know, I, I feel great, but I don't know that I feel any different. And then by the end of the month, they're going, wait a minute. You know, they look back and say, oh my goodness, I have changed. Um, and so that's really great to hear their transformation and to follow up with them and, and see how they're doing. And then usually the, the conversation switches to what's next for you, right? Which is a great thing for a client to have. You know, I no longer suffer from panic attacks or from stress and anxiety. I have the tools in my pocket and we've changed those limiting beliefs or those uh, self-beliefs. And now we can move forward, right? That's the biggest, uh, that's the biggest thing that clients get out of it is they can move forward with their lives, move away from those issues and go into new things and new experiences. Yeah, I really love using Voxer in between my sessions because 
that way we can follow up on those transformations that are happening day to day. And then those little barriers that come up that you're like, oh, maybe this isn't really working or not for me, but then you can kind of work through their thoughts and move forward still. Yeah, absolutely agree. And, you know, when you're talking about hypnosis and these major shifts that we're making in just one session, um, I, I always tell my clients after a session, you need to have a little bit of, you know, compassion for yourself, practice self-love, self-care over the next few days, especially because we've made some major shifts and that takes some time to really move into and get used to. And so I do, I open it up to my clients to contact me any, any time with any questions or any issues, because there is potential. I've, I've had a client who started having some strange dreams. I had a client, you know, sometimes because you're, you're releasing a lot of old emotions and things, you have a physical reaction. So a lot of people are going to the restroom several times after the session, or they just maybe more tired, right? They've just released decades of tension and of believing a belief that wasn't serving them and so really there's a shift and it, it there's always you know a mental shift always also causes a physical shift and you never know what that's going to produce for a client and so they need to have that you know back-end support be able to contact via Voxer or, or whatever to say hey I'm having this is that normal and just for someone to be there to say, yes, it's completely normal, you know, stick with this, you're doing great, you know, whatever, that support means a ton. Um, I think a lot of us, especially in the, day, you know, post-COVID days, are feeling like we're all in this silo, right? We're all by ourselves. We're distanced from everyone. We feel like our problems are our own. No one else is suffering from X, Y, or Z. It's just me. But that's not the case really there's so many people out there that are suffering from that and they need to know that they're not alone they need to know that there's someone there that will walk them through the process that will support them um, and then they can they can reach out and ask for help it's it's okay right kind of reminds me the analogy of how you drink a lot of extra water after you have a massage and you're flushing out the toxins and you're kind of flushing out the mental toxins as you're going through that process in the next days or yeah. week. <laughs> Absolutely. And I see it. I mean, I see it physically in my clients all the time. One of my clients that when she first came to me um, was, I, I mean, she had everything in the book, right? She had, you know, was depressed. She was anxious. She had panic attacks. She was struggling to even leave her house. Um, and, you know, you could just see in her demeanor and and just was like, I, this is like a last ditch effort. You know, she told me it's just, she was done trying and, and now she's on her third session. And I, I see the change in her just from the first session, first time I talked to her to now is like, you're a completely different person. You're doing absolutely amazing. Like you physically can see in her face and in her posture that she's completely changed. It's, it's just such a wonderful thing to see. Wow. So as you know, a lot of these barriers and blockages that we have come from some childhood instances and, you know, big T and little T traumas. And it, do you do any inner child work alongside of this? Absolutely. We really uh, focus in during the hypnotherapy session, we really focus on going back to what was the root cause. 
um, we go back not to just one scene, we dig as deep as we can. Sometimes I go to three, four, even five scenes on rare occasions, but you really get into that and you typically find, so far what I'm typically finding is a lot of these negative interpretations and these negative self-beliefs have come from an age range of about four to eight. Um, and so we really dig into that and look at what, what incident caused you to believe this about yourself or to believe this about life or um, to put these interpretations into your mind that are affecting you today. And then we really just guide the client through to make those connections. If they're struggling to make the connection, then we, we just guide them and help them and ask them, you know, does this resonate for you? And they always come to that connection conclusion, which is amazing because then we can start to reframe those negative interpretations and those negative self-beliefs and turn them into something positive. But then we can also heal them by having them embrace and take care of their younger child their inner child and so then we really have them merge that younger child into themselves and take care of them love them like you know in many cases some had very you know distance distant parents or they were basically abandoned and so they become a loving parent to the to that child um, or we help them we call it installing the cheerleader so really talk to that child and in, in give that child the, the, we also have a praise you always wanted. So what praise did you always want to hear that you didn't? Now you can give that to yourself. You don't need anyone else to do that for you. You're a grown adult now, right? Most, most people I work with are adults. I do work with some children. Um, but when you're a grown adult, you should no longer be looking for this praise from parents or from others, right? You need to learn how to give that praise to yourself at any time you need it. It's so hard though, as a parent, especially as a mom, right? We just keep giving and giving to our children and we don't hold that space for ourselves. And then so much time goes by and then all of a sudden, all of the stuff has built up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Most of my clients are women who are moms who are balancing corporate life or balancing a job as well, balancing a marriage. We're always balancing, 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 or not balancing, right? <laughs> Most of us feel like our work-life balance is completely non-existent. Um, we, like you mentioned, we give, 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 give. And it's really hard for us to stop, take care of ourselves or to receive, right? So my biggest uh, thing with moms especially is that, you know, to really get them to understand that self-care, self-love are extremely important, that it, it's okay to ask for help. It's not okay to continue just beating the pavement day after day, doing 20 million things, not being present with your family, not being present for your children. And then at the end of the day, crashing just to wake up the next day to do it all over again. Um, and, you know, we've talked about it before, right? You need to fill your own cup before you can fill someone else's. So the, you, and, and us women, you know, especially moms, it's so hard for us to put ourselves first because we feel like that's selfish, but it's not, it's not selfish at all because when you're, it, I, I had a conversation with a client 
um, who, for example, was irritated with her daughter, who her daughter went out of her way to kind of clean the kitchen counters, right? And she was irritated with her because she was using the wrong cleaning solution. And I said, do you want your daughter to look back at this moment and think, yeah, my mom was super excited and super grateful that I went out of my way to clean something? Or do you want her to remember that, yeah, even even when I try to help, I it's always get it wrong. Yeah. yeah, it's good enough. And that's, I think, I the biggest thing, and you'll hear Marissa Peer, Marissa Peer has a, um, the founder of RTT, she has a book called I Am Enough. I highly recommend it as well. Um, but I think that's one of our biggest things, right, is as women, especially, we never feel like we're enough. We feel like no matter how much we do, how much we keep doing, how much we're beating the pavement, how much we're adding to our to-do list and getting done or not getting done, it's never good enough. And so we need to, you know, support each other and let that, let that thought go, ask for help, prioritize ourselves, prioritize self-love and self-care. So you've given us a lot of advice so far. What's the best advice you've ever received, either in your own trainings or in life in general? Uh, it's funny. That's a great question, because lately I, I'm such a logical brain person. And um, one of the reasons why I struggled so much with burnout and, you know, just being just going through the motions, right, is I'm always doing, doing, doing uh, just like, again, like we were talking, women and moms really do quite often. But with that logical brain, I really, it's hard for me sometimes to sit down and let my energy kind of help me out and just let it go. So the advice that I, I hear that I get, and sometimes it's really funny how the universe works, right? I feel like it gives me this advice every time I need it is just to let it go you know, sometimes beating the pavement and nonstop working and just trying to get something out. Sometimes you just need to take a step back, take a deep breath, spend some time in nature, do something you love. And all of a sudden, it works out perfectly for you. Or an idea comes to you that makes something so much better. Or um, in my case, I've seen it, you know, just clients coming to me out of nowhere, finding me through Google or something, finding my website when I wasn't, you know, I'm not, I'm not good at the advertising side. I'm not, I'm not a pushy salesperson. I'm here to support people. Um, and so it's really interesting. I have to remind myself quite often, like, just let it go, take a breath, take that time, take that self-care, you know, do something you love, do something with nature your friends or what have you to really take that that step back and let whatever it is that's been bothering you or that you've been really trying to punch through just let it go for a bit and it's amazing what can happen when you make space for for something to step in and help you so along with that what is your favorite affirmation, either for day-to-day -day or in challenging situations? Yes, a very similar, or I guess along the same line, um, this is an affirmation that my first life coach gave me at a time when I really needed it. And to be honest, it's been years and I'm still 
putting this on my affirmation list every single time, but the affirmation is I am being supported in ways that I cannot even fathom. So again, letting it go, letting it out to the universe. Um, I'm, you know, there are many ways that we are being supported that we can see, right? I have my husband who's supportive. I have my daughter who sometimes is trying to be supportive. You know, I have friends, I have family, all of that. But sometimes there's other things that are supporting you that you don't need to always hustle for. You know, even the little things, you have to appreciate the little things like someone holding the door for you or giving you their shopping cart before you get up to this you know things like that that you really just have to realize there is support and there's so many things that we don't even see we can't even fathom the amount of support that we are getting every day that ties right back into what you were saying that um things come to you from the universe and from various places I really like that affirmation. Before we part ways, is there anything else you'd like to share with us or anything you have coming up soon? Yeah, so I am actually right after this week, I'm launching my Leveraged Life program. Uh, so basically, I'm combining hip, the RTT hypnotherapy sessions with an eight-week course that's a life transformation course where we get into every aspect of your life and really decide what, how you want your life to be, really design your life in each of those categories. Um, we identify the biggest limitations or your limiting beliefs around those things so that we can break those walls down and get past them. And then we do strategy on how exactly to get you to living that, that life that you want. So it's a quite intensive um, program, but it's, it's, going to be amazing. And I'm so excited to get started. Uh, and so if anyone is interested in that or in, interested in hypnotherapy in general, I have a lot of information on my website. Um, or if you want to contact me in any way, my website is www.leverage-your-life.com. That's amazing. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a great conversation. I loved it. Remember, processed thoughts create desired results.